great. That's song. How do you solve a problem like Maria? It's from the West Side Story. <laughs> what? You don't know the West Side Story? <laughs> Dear Officer Kromsky, you've done it again. This boy don't need a job. He needs a year in the pen. Society's played him a terrible trick. Undoubtedly, he is sick. I am sick. I am sick. I am sick. I am real, real sick. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I am unconditionally <laughs> real sick. Dun, 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 dun. No, no West Side Story here? No, no. <laughs> yes. I can't. You, none of you guys know the West Side Story. No, no it is. I don't know the yeah. song. Officer Krupke, man. My man here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. oh, you got a prison town like me. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a duet of Maria when we... Oh, I like that. Nice. I like that. What, a, what, what a, Cats, what do you want to do? West Side, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, wait, we are live. We are back here at Mita Unshackled at MJ Unpacked in New York City. You know, I haven't mentioned much that we are in New York City and that MJ Unpacked is in New York City. It is a great time here. We're meeting all kinds of wonderful individuals. The conference is filled with exciting people doing exciting things, and we grabbed three of them. We're going to get into that. Thought leaders, industry leaders. The quality and content here is extraordinary. So thank you for letting us be here at MJ Unpacked. Thank you to Pure 5. Thank you to Jack Herrera, good friends of ours, a legacy brand. They will be here in California, maybe with you guys, because we're trying to find them a home right now. We'll get into that later. Cali FX, thank you guys for supporting Mita. Let's get into our next guest. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. You want to go first? I'll let Armand. our CEO kick us off. Yeah, um, Armand. Yeah, my name is Armand. Armand. Um, Armand. I'm one of the co-founders of Revival and uh, the CEO. And uh, Co-founder of Revival. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got it. And uh, I'm Charles Paglia. I'm the other, the other co-founder of the company. Um, so we've been working together for you know a number of years as friends, and and two years ago decided to start the business um, and start working on kind of a plan for this, for our operation. Uh, and and as part of that, we brought on a couple pieces of our our executive team. Uh, one of which is Jesse. So I'll let him introduce himself. Jesse. Yeah, uh, so I'm Jesse Rabb. Uh, I'm the Chief Revenue Officer for Revival Farm Lab Market. Uh, I've been in the cannabis space for about two and a half years, helping out some MSOs, Nevada, Missouri, Oregon, Northern California. Uh, and Armand and uh, Charles have uh, wrote me into this uh, amazing vision I think they have to bring craft cannabis to uh, Buffalo, New York, and beyond. Buffalo, New York, and beyond. So we're going to talk a little bit about Revival the company, we're going to talk about a little vision, we're going to talk about licensing class, but first of all, I want to talk about your guys' experience in cannabis, where you're from, and how you got to where you are today, where your interest in cannabis started, you know, who wants to go first? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go first. Um, so, Charles and I both have been uh, using cannabis, I mean, probably before we should have been. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, um, since, since the womb. Since yeah. The <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we've been friends since high school. Um, so, you know, dabbled in and out of the, what they call the black market now, I guess. Back then it was just, you know, some extra cash, whatever. Um, That's right. So I used to ship from Boston. <laughs> talking about this. Yeah. So shackled. I used to ship in the 90s. Yeah. No, so. Um, UPS. That's, I, I mean, we've been doing it since then. I think I got a little bit more serious with it, especially, like, on the health benefit side, you know, in, in college. Uh, going through tough times or whatever. Um, and then cooking with it, you know. And from a science and medicine standpoint, we both have that same interest. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm in medical school now, and I really found this way to kind of tie the two things together uh, that I'm really passionate about. So, it's kind of yeah. how I got into it. 
grabbed my friend Charles when the, when the licensing came out to try to put together this project. Where are you in medical school at? Uh, University of Buffalo. Congratulations. Thanks. Are you guys all live up in Buffalo? No. No. Oh, no. Where do you live? So, yeah, we grew up in Buffalo together. I moved to Boston for, I went to Northeastern. And so I lived there for about eight years and then just moved out to Denver, actually. You went to Northeastern, like near Boston University? Yeah, right next door. Right next door. I was going to ask you about that earlier. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so very familiar with the, uh, the Boston market. Uh, kind of saw that come to fruition very yep. slowly, very slowly. Um, and I was, then I was dealing there before you were born, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably hit that I, market first. Eric, you didn't catch that. <laughs> I was dealing there before he was born. <laughs> This yes, my hood. <laughs> <laughs> Your name still rings true out there. Well, and gold. <laughs> <laughs> they busted my best friend with like 128 pounds. Mm. He went to jail for five years. Wow. Go ahead. Sorry, go back to you. No, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, and then I moved out to Denver and, and kind of have been interacting with that market. Very different. Um, but, you know, throughout my life, it's been, you know, it's been a, a great kind of place to, I don't know, relax and uh, kind of separate from the, the stresses of the daily life. Um, and also, I think nice. it brings people closer together. So, you know, part of hanging out with friends and family, um, I think it, you know, it's nice to have cannabis as part of that, uh, as part of that experience. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. So and your journey into cannabis. Yeah. So uh, for the you're, last you're a little closer up here. So, am I good? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, for the last, jeez, I'm getting old. Uh, 23, 24 years or so uh, operating in retail and operations, companies like Whole Foods, Starbucks, Chipotle, things like that. Uh, I really had the itch to kind of get into the industry maybe like three or four years ago. And um, I was recruited by a third party organization for a small MSO based out of uh, Las Vegas. I think the more I got to understand um, cultivation, processing, uh, everything that deals with uh, vegetation and propagation, really kind of getting close to the p plant. I can't envision myself in any other industry at this point. It's hard to add EVA to something like a Starbucks. They'll be just fine. Uh, I think that in this industry that needs a lot of uh, structure, process, SOPs, how are we connecting with our customers and what's our journey? What's, our, what's the story that we're trying to have kind of resonate with the consumer? Love those wheelhouses. And I think to do it around a product that I'm so passionate about and use in my personal life, uh, couldn't be happier to be a part of it. So I think in some of the work that I've had the opportunity to do and some MSOs I've had the opportunity to kind of help out, Armand and Charles kind of approached me with this uh, vision they have uh, in terms of Buffalo and Western New York and bringing craft and um, their, their backgrounds in the healthcare space, you know, really is a differentiator. And it, it just blew my mind that these guys in the healthcare space and working towards uh, doctorates and all of this stuff uh, take the plant so seriously. So uh, I was sold, signed on. Here we are uh, here at Unpacked, trying to raise a little capital and let people know about what we're trying to uh, bring to that particular region in this burgeoning New York market. How much capital are you guys looking for? Around two million. Around two million. That's not too bad. No. Yeah. That's no. you know that. That small number is really what gave us opportunity to even step in. No, I like that. I like that. The, the, and I think the type of business that model that we're doing in terms of the micro business license, it allows you to do cultivation, processing, manufacturing, retail, all within the same space. So I think our ability to really kind of narrow down the purview and serve that community uh, as best as we possibly can. Um, 
and, and pivot the needs of that business. It's nothing that I've seen that in other states. And when they kind of approached me with what that idea and the auspices were, um, I think the possibility is kind of endless what we have the ability to do out there. So tell us more about the idea. Tell us more about it, why you think it's a differentiator. What, tell us, because it's obviously very different than a lot of stuff that's going on in other states. Sure. So, um, you know, having that ability to be vertically integrated on a small scale, you know, we like to compare what we're doing to essentially the same thing as a craft brewery. Uh, and it allows us to build a brand um, that is our brand instead of just carrying, you know, several other brands uh, in a dispensary. So we can really connect to the consumer. We can be intimate with the consumer, you know, whether that's small batch drops, premium lines, um, all different types of uh, products. You know, some of the other things that make us different, you know, we plan on having educational seminars, lecture series, ways to get the community in the building, um, whether that's, you know, tours of our facility like you get at a brewery, tastings, things like that in our community room, uh, which we have in our dispensary um, and things like that. Uh, as well, so I think that's what really makes us different. Bringing yeah. that trust and that transparency. And so, so if you want to talk, you, well, who wants to talk about the licensing system in New York and how it works? And yeah, how this I, I could talk to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, New York State, you know, obviously they've had this kind of phased rollout, starting with these conditional licenses. Um, the one that's been getting all the headlines is the card license, um, and that's just and the C A U R D. C A U R D. Watching at home, um, and and those. Yeah, there's been lawsuits against the state for that, and it's been really a slow process. And, you know, that was specifically around the retail storefront business model. Um, and, you know, over the last, I guess, 14 months or so, they've released other conditional licenses. Right. Retail, uh, or retail was the latest one, but processing, cultivating. And so in this next round, which we're hoping will be in the next, you know, two to three months where we'll get the final regulations. Right. And hopefully the application window in the next three to four months so we can have our license, you know, by the, the end of business the, license. Yeah, the micro business license, um, which is part of this next round. Um, right. So New York came out with nine license types. You know, I think about four or five of the conditional ones have come out. And now, you know, as they move forward, there's going to be a delivery license, on-site consumption, micro business, which is what we're specifically targeting, um, which allows kind of full vertical integration at a small scale. Um, so that's kind of the limiting factor for, for that. But it also gives us that flexibility, like Jesse was talking about, you know, to not have dependence on one or two supply chains. Um, you know, we're all within our own uh, control. You know, everything that we're putting yeah. on the shelves, we have control over. So, um, you know, so I've been in this industry quite a while. Just real quickly, uh, something that I didn't follow, what happened in the medical licenses when New York switched over to adult choice, what happened to the medical, did they automatically, were they automatically allowed to convert over? No, so so now it, the, the medical. There, there were some medical licenses, Yeah, right? they're still operating yeah. norm as they were previously. Under medical. Under medical. Yeah, there's, there's 10 ROs and they have the opportunity to open up um, adult use dispensaries uh, later on, kind of actually after this next phase of licenses. So they have not uh, been able to convert yet, yeah. Those ROs, those yeah. what are they called? Yeah, that's that was one of the yeah that's one of the the, the, the latest lawsuit uh, they're suing the state a, a large I think a conglomerate of maybe eight to ten because they have to wait and so <laughs> that's what that's what that <laughs> latest lawsuit is about so you know in Arizona in 2012 uh, license medicals 99 medicals were issued yeah. and we realized immediately what was happening in Colorado and Washington which is a whole economic dissertation level issue, what happens when you take a commodity or service or a good, and you take it from one supply chain that exists, that's servicing a set of customers or patients in this case, mm -hmm. and then you take it and create another set of consumers or patients 
consumers, now not patients, do you create a new supply chain to service them or do you use the existing supply chain who gets those licenses, how and why? That's like a dissertation level thing that's being experimented with. Mm -hmm. And I was there from day one in Colorado and Washington and I realized that we were, it wasn't being done exactly the, right know, way. the yeah. way that we wanted it to be yeah. done, which was flip to switch. Those medical guys that had um, then got, without any new supply chain, got the right to sell to consumers. So it's interesting, those, those eight to 10 licenses, you know, I would, if I was one of their investors with medical licenses, I would say, Ch -ch 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 -ch. whoever was running those things, you fools. You did not have political clout. You did not hire the right lobbyists. You did not invest enough money. You let the world pass you by and you screwed me out of my investment. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so whoever, whoever those clowns are who ran those licenses, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. They're fools. Yeah. And they certainly didn't have my number because they could have <laughs> called me. I would have said, you idiots, let's put millions of dollars on this thing. Mm -hmm. We can sell Cuomo and his aunt. <laughs> you know, and let's buy and sell the New York government and let's make this happen for us. That's how the right. states are happening, countries are happening, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My God, New York got around that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you and they and they just they like did the inverse of what we were did in Arizona. Right. My God, I did not know that until yeah. just now. Yeah. I hope you guys' facts are correct because I love no, that's, this. No, that's that's the truth. No, that's, that's there. That's, yeah. It was his aunt. Okay, just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so wow, wow, that is absolutely amazing. Well, they should win their lawsuit though, yeah. because because they should be allowed. We expect they will to participate. They they shouldn't, and that's the that's the truth in the end. Uh, of that economic dissertation question. If you do that for whatever reason, I can tell you the reason why we even have limited licensing and medical, mm -hmm. if you wanted to know. But if you do that, then you want to convert over where you allow them to play and then you allow others to play yeah. under the new licensing system, et cetera. So that's exciting. So you guys are involved in this. You know your guys' stuff. You guys, yeah. you guys are, are, are pretty cool guys. Um, you guys have like brand ideas for revival? Is You guys have like... You know, and actually, maybe we could talk about the, the branding, but let's also talk about the science and the medical aspect sure. about what you, without giving away too much, what are you guys <laughs> planning that's a little different? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so what makes us different, I think, is number one, our, that science and that medicine, that health aspect we bring to an adult use product, you know, as opposed to medicine, and then our credentials and our background. So one of the things that, you know, we have is we have a really robust community room that we are going to be building in our dispensary. We're going to be getting the community in for educational seminars, mini series, lectures, um, cooking classes, all types of things for engagement and education. We've made some nonprofit partners, which probably shouldn't mention, but some healthcare organizations, right? We're getting some support from, from those people as well. So it's really community and educational atmosphere we're trying to bring in and build to get kind of a, that demographic in the door that's less familiar with cannabis. Yeah. And I was going to say one thing just to add, you know, we've established a scientific advisory board. I'm feeling your community room right now, by the way. That's what <laughs> yeah, the, the little, yeah, little thing there you want. Yeah. I'm thinking like, uh, and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to stop the flow, <laughs> but I'm like thinking like community room, like Beatles playing in the background, <laughs> like, oh, bloody, oh, blah, da. Oh, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. Desmond was a tender in the marketplace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so no, that, if you have some gentle Beatles playing background, <laughs> I've grown to actually, I'm not, a, I don't use any substances anymore mm -hmm. because that's what the gift the cannabis industry has given me is the goal to be as excellent as possible with a substance free life, uh, except for coffee, which I abuse the hell out of. <laughs> a total drug here. You know? yeah. I mean, it is a drug, mm -hmm. you know, but I mean, I use it therapeutically. Um, 
Sorry, forget me. Let's go back no, to no. you. Sorry, you, you, you were <laughs> I just like where you were going with the Beatles, you know. Yeah, uh, no, no, a but teaspoon of Beatles makes the medicine go down, man. But the <laughs> nice, when you guys have your community room, the, that, that, that gentle layer of terpene smoke, yeah. secondhand smoke yeah. that exists, I've learned that that's what makes a conference special. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, I, I'm not a big fan of abusers and stuff, but I get like the, the secondhand smoke that gives you that 1% to 3% yeah. gentle, calming buzz. Yeah. It's like taking that quarter, the first shot of vodka. And again, then that, there's no more vodka. <laughs> but imagine if you're on a hike out in the yeah. woods and you do one shot of vodka. There's no more vodka. You know, second, there's no chance of taking a second cup. But you get that nice little calm feeling, mm-hmm. right? Take the that edge smoke. off. Yeah. So in, in your in your in your community room, have like a the terpenes flowing in, flowing you know. In, yeah. So there's a gentle. You're, you're haze. speaking his love language. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. gentle purple haze. Of yeah, kind of thing. That's where I like to exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go to you guys' place. You were saying. Before yeah, I well, no, just around kind of our differentiator. You know, we do want to bring that science legitimacy um, to our our brand and the consumer experience in the store. So. You know, we're offering kind of medication list consults uh, from licensed pharmacists, having that a couple times a week, um, allowing people to kind of really feel comfortable with the decisions they're making around the products or the things they're trying. Um, and and have that, the that comes from the scientific advisory at, board yeah. that we established. Too. So, yeah, so we have, you know, a, uh, two licensed pharmacists and a doctor nurse practitioner on our, on our kind of scientific advisory board. You know, they're, they're not only going to be, you know, in the store interacting with the consumers, but also kind of following the research and keeping everyone updated on, uh, you know, kind of the benefits of the plant uh, and how it can, you know, the, the ways it affects people differently. And, and the non-benefits, too. And the non-benefits. Yeah, I yeah. want to be on your artistic advisory board, okay? <laughs> we, could, we need that, too. We need that, too. Well, you know, he did mention branding. So I think that, uh, you know, when you go a step further, and particularly, I think, in my role in all of this uh we've got to you know monetize this experience right so i, I think like that, that your revenue officers thinking about money <laughs> that's why we hired them that's good someone has to you guys dream it all up that, that, that's what they do they do it well so i think um when you think about who we are is a revival farm lab market right so if you think about the farm and the pharmacy pharmacy aspect that's where our flower pre-roll and those kind of product lines kind of reside the lab would be concentrates, vapes, things along those lines, and the market would be more of our edibles line, right? And I think how you kind of, you can sell through tonnage, right, or you can sell through margins. So I think that having tiered product levels like revival reserve lines within those categories and our entry point kind of product offering, as well as everything from, I've been pitching everything to them from Delta 8 wines to CBD waters. You know, I really want to have this really all-encompassed kind of product mix because I think when you're, especially we're talking about New York and even in that Western New York market, um, there's an illicit market, right? We're all trying to battle all the time. There's two pretty prominent MSOs that have uh, dispensary storefronts there as well. So and I Buffalo? Think, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, we've got Medmen, we've got a botanist there. and um, Medmen is not that prominent. <laughs> I, w- I was trying to be kind. No um, disrespect, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what you guys sold in Arizona. <laughs> I know what they sell in Vegas, and it's not, uh, it's yeah, not much not to write home th- about. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that uh, in terms of what that market is Look, mismanagement is mismanagement. What can you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I mean, they don't pay me. I'm not going to tell the truth. I love it, man. Uh, so I think um, with the offering that we have, <laughs> like, oh, with shit. what we're able to kind of do in that space, the communal aspect that uh, Armand was kind of leaning into. And I mean, we're not afraid, you know, in terms of uh, creating partnerships around other dispensary storefronts, right? I mean, everyone has a story. They have a story to their brand. I think that there's a synergy that can kind of be grown there. 
uh, there's uh, some disparity in terms of pricing that we can kind of create with these product lines right. and um, capture everything we're trying to do from margin to experience and everything else. And that allows us, I think, to create a model in this square footage and space that's really easy to kind of scale throughout the rest of uh, Western New York because I know these two guys have some lofty goals. No, I love what you guys are doing. I can sense the vibe. I can sense you guys are like entrepreneurs and hungry and ready to get out there and kick some ass. And I'm excited a year from now we'll be back here and hopefully we'll interview you and great things have happened. I'll introduce you to some investors myself as well. You just have to text me and remind me about that stuff. Uh, closing thoughts and how do we get a hold of you? Do you want to start? You can finish up. I'll, I'll, I'll let them in. Um, closing thoughts. Closing. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're excited to, to be you. here. Uh, first time at Unpack, so we're hoping we get we get some some good some good leads out of this. You know, that's what we're right. here for. And um, you can find us at revivalfarmlabmarket.com, and that's farm with a ph. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram at revivalplm um, and LinkedIn at revivalfarmlabmarket too. And I'm Ramon. Yeah. And closing thoughts. Yeah, closing thoughts. I would say, you know, just the, I guess, around kind of the unique nature of the, of the business we're trying to build and uh, the transparency we want to give the consumer. I think giving people an education on, on what's in the product besides just THC percentage um, is going to really, you know, offer a new way of, for people to experience the product, learn about what they're, they're buying um, and how that's going to affect them personally when they go home uh, or while they're in the store. We might do some on-site consumption as well. Uh, but, you know, I think that around that uniqueness, you know, that's something that we want to bring um, that I haven't, I haven't seen in a couple of legal markets uh, so far. So No, I like it. I can, I can see this happening. I really appreciate me, you guys. And, I, and I'm starting, I'm trying to, like, have this vision come to fruition myself. And I can hear, like, that Yellow Submarine Beatles song, you know, in the town that I was born, lived a man who... And your demographic in Buffalo is going to love that. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Okay, so don't... I'm not crazy yeah. here. We're downtown. We're right no, by the arena. For the board, we're by our so. hockey arena, and we're right by the casino next door. So okay. We yeah. got, oh, so yeah. traffic is... Yeah. yeah. We're, we're prime. We're in an up-and-coming area. Beatles. I'm, I'm a big U2 fan, but the Beatles are where yeah. it's at. I took all these people through mushrooms in the mountains of Mexico, <laughs> and I found that the Beatles songs have such a healing thing. Yeah. I wasn't alive when the Beatles were around, okay? I mean, it was the 60s, but there's some magic in there. Mm -hmm. So, you guys, thank you for being thank here. You. Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for having, having us. We look forward to seeing your success. Absolutely. And you guys got my cell phone now. Call me anytime, and uh, I'll help you out with every, whatever you need. Awesome. Appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Thank, thank you. New York. Here we come. Oh, and, of course, thank you to our sponsors, Cali FX, Pier 5, and Jack Herrera, legacy brand, um, coming to a market near you.